Hello and welcome to Church Wigan's series of daily reflections. My name is Wynne Jones. I am a local missional leader in the Northwest Hub. Today's reading for the 31st of January 2021 is taken from the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verses 1 to 6. And I'm using the new revised standard version. Today's reading is entitled The Woman and the dragon. A great portent appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stones. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pangs in the agony of giving birth. Then another portent appeared in heaven, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and threw them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman who was about to bear a child so that he might devour her child as soon as it was born. And she gave birth to a son, a male child who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was snatched away and taken to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God so that she can be nourished for 1,260 days. Years ago, I saw a cartoon version of The Three Little Pigs, a story many of you will recall from your own childhoods. But this version was told from the wolf's perspective. In it, the wolf claims he was completely misrepresented in the original story and that he was only going to the pigs' homes to ask whether he could borrow a cup of sugar, whereupon he accidentally blew down their homes with the onset of a violent sneezing fit, that being the consequence of a most terrible head cold. You see, there are always two sides to a story. Today's reading gives us a good example of when there is another side to a story. Eugene Peterson helpfully contrasts today's reading to an alternate Christmas Eve story. A very different Christmas Eve, one where there isn't peace on earth and goodwill to all. Instead, he paints a picture of a Christmas Eve where we meet the one who hates Christmas more than anyone ever has. The great red dragon, Satan himself, and his failed attempt to ruin Christmas and deny God's plan of salvation. In this Revelation's view of Christmas Eve, we get up close and personal to the destructive power of the dragon. But we also get to see the even greater power of God. At the beginning of our reading, John reports seeing a woman, he writes, a great portent appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. It's widely accepted that the woman here is a symbol of the church. The twelve stars can quickly translate to the twelve tribes of Israel, or the twelve apostles. As believers, we the church are clothed in his righteousness, and we share his power over all things, and that is why I believe the moon is seen under the woman's feet. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pangs in the agony of giving birth. From the very beginning, God promised Adam and Eve that one of their own offspring would come to crush the serpent's head. Isn't it amazing that God sent his son born in human form to save us all? A point eloquently captured in Hebrews chapter 2, 
verses 14 to 16. Since therefore the children share flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by fear of death. For it is clear that he did not come to help angels, but the descendants of Abraham. What is the other side of the story here? For those people we know, love and live with, who do not yet know the redeeming love and grace of our Saviour. Well, maybe we already know how the other side of that story ends for those people. But what are we doing about it? Before the child is born, John sees the dragon standing nearby. Then another portent appeared in heaven, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. There doesn't appear to be a precise meaning to the number of heads, horns and crowns that the dragon has. We're not given the meaning of the tail sweeping a third of stars out of the sky, although some commentators suggest the stars swept away represent the other angels who followed Satan in his rebellion against God. Nonetheless, the picture that emerges here is of a powerful evil. In parts of the Bible, Satan is sometimes labelled as the prince of this world or the god of this age. Such references portray to us the power of Satan and his kingdom. Then the dragon stood before the woman who was about to bear a child so that he might devour her child as soon as it was born. And in this one sentence, the entire alternate Christmas Eve picture is revealed. A picture that is the complete antithesis of Silent Night, Holy Night, All is Calm, All is Bright. The Bible tells how powerful Satan is. It stands to reason then that it would not just have been the angels and shepherds who knew that Christ was to be born. Our reading puts Satan right there at the birth, ready to devour the child at its very first breath. In what can only be described as a total hatred of God, Satan tried to kill Christ at birth, and he tried repeatedly to destroy Jesus' earthly mission. We only need to think of Herod's slaughtering of the babes of Bethlehem, the temptation of Christ in the wilderness, and as Jesus heads to Jerusalem, where he knew he would suffer and die. Satan enters into Peter's spoken words, which causes Jesus to issue the rebuke. Get behind me, Satan. All those deeds done in an effort to prevent the fulfilment of God's plan of salvation. The dragon stood before the woman so he might devour her child. Why? Well, Satan knows we are slaves in his kingdom without Jesus, that we are lost and hopeless without him. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was snatched away and taken to God and to his throne. Scripture tells us of Satan constantly trying to destroy, trick and deceive. But for all his dark powers and corruption, we know through the birth of Christ we are saved. His power will never be a match for that of God. So I ask rhetorically, has Satan 
reset his strategy away from Jesus and turned his sights onto the church instead? Has his deceit and conniving helped to drown out the church's message to people today? Are we as a church getting the other side of the story out? And then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God so that there she can be nourished for 1,260 days. Thinking about the health of the church in Western society today, would any objective reviewer be wrong in suggesting that as a church we're failing? Are our empty pews, dwindling congregations, evidence of us failing to successfully share our side of the story? Is it a case of the devil getting his side of the story out there much better than we have? Are we helpless in what appears to be an ever-expanding, secularised world? Today's reading, for all its visual expressions of good, evil, church and wilderness, gives a clear message. There are two sides to every story. My view is our side of the story isn't getting through to millions and millions of people. As a church, I know we are asking ourselves why. But for all the debate and discussion, I've yet to hear anyone suggest it may be as simple as the devil's side of the story drowning us out. If that is the case, then surely our strategy to counter becomes clear, if not simple. Amen. So, let us close this morning's worship with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And may your week ahead be filled with examples of our side of the story, and that you be bold enough to share them with everyone you meet.